Above the Game podcast. Welcome back, everybody, to Above the Game podcast. Uh, here's your host, Mike Vipperman, and co-host, Coach Scott. So we are excited uh, to come at you this week uh, with the thought of serving. Serving. We're going to talk about uh, the importance of serving. Um, who do we serve? Why do we serve? All those, all those good, good, important questions. And we're just excited that you joined us. And uh, Coach, how's it going? It's going great. Uh, like you said, excited to talk about this topic. I think it's awesome. I think it's something that uh, is really important in our lives. And it's something that uh, we all do probably in some form or another. But just kind of talking about it, dissecting it, and uh, just talking through it is going to be exciting. Yeah. Excited about it. So three main points. We just want to jump right into it today. Uh, we got serve yourself. What's that? What's that look like? What's the Bible's talk about it? Uh, serve for a reward. And we're going to talk about a third point today. Serve with no expectations. There's a lot of uh, things that the Bible speaks of when it looks at the word serving or servanthood. And so let, let's just jump into the word today. Uh, Philippians 2. Verse 3 and 4 says this, Do nothing from selfish ambition or conceit, but in humility count others more significant than yourselves. Verse 4 says this, Let each of you look not only to his own interests, but also to the interests of others. And I think this, this really speaks volumes about when we look at ourselves, we look at our lives, what is the purpose of why we serve, who we serve, um, and and really looking at the perspective of, am I in a place where I'm able to serve and put others' needs in front of mine or, you know, above mine? And that's a hard question uh, to be able to answer and to be able to live out. Uh, but it's one that the Bible was very clear that our expectations as a believer and a follower of Christ is really to win that person or to get them to a place where they see the love of God in us. So it turns them on or ask a question as to why do you do what you do? Yeah. I mean, that's an excellent point right there. You know, in those three phases that you kind of, hopefully I think probably everybody goes through, you serve yourself, you're looking to serve to get a reward. And, and then if you could ever get to that, you know, we can get to that point where we're serving with no expectation other than what God has planned that's a hard thing to do, but I, you know, hopefully today, like we can kind of talk about some things, stumbles we've had, and some things that uh, we could do better, and and some ways we can get through that. Especially like from a coaching standpoint, yeah. I think that's one of those buzzwords now. Everybody always talks about that. We're yeah. here to serve our players. We're here to serve and do right. this, you know. But a lot of times, sometimes those buzzwords get lost, and you, and you don't really dissect like what's that? What does that look like? What does that yeah. mean? Yeah. Well, let's look at look, look at the first thing, the third first thought, so to speak, uh, being fit to serve. Right. So. Uh, how important is, you know, just like Jesus, right? Because he's pretty important. I think so. From, <laughs> right? from, from all of my recollections, I think he's very important. I agree. Yeah. You know, Jesus in Mark, Mark chapter 1, it says, Very early in the morning, while it was still dark, Jesus got up, left the house, and went off to a solitary place where he prayed. You know, Jesus understood that there had to be alone time with the Father. There had to be prayer time. There had to be that that time where it was about his relationship with, with God the Father. So we, we've got to be able, not only as coaches, but as followers of Christ, I think, to be able to have those times where we say, am I healthy? Mm-hmm. Am I healthy physically? Am I healthy, healthy spiritually? Uh, am I healthy emotionally? 
because ultimately in, in any category, if I'm off on one of those three areas, there's going to be consequences that other people get affected. Yeah, right? totally. Yeah. And it makes me think about, I don't, you know, in an airplane when you're flying and they do all their little things at the beginning, you've got those airbags that will drop down. And one of the things they always talk about is if, if you're with a little kid or someone who can't put theirs on for themselves, you got to make sure you get yours on first before you put theirs on. Because right. the reality is if you pass out and you can't get yours on, you're not helping them get theirs on. And I think there's a little correlation with that, that, you know, you can't serve anybody unless you're in the right place and, and your spirit's in the right place, like you said, to serve somebody. Yeah, that's it. You know, be, the thought process of being all you can be, Right. Well, that's kind of a slogan. It's a good slogan. Army should, <laughs> should take that one. <laughs> they, should, yeah, they should take that one. That's, that's something that is actually, um, you know, as a coach, you know, every single day stepping into that locker room or stepping out of that locker room onto the court, you, you not only got to be prepared, but the ones closest to you've got to be prepared for that team. Oh, yeah. Your assistant coach. Your, you know, the, the, the ones that are closest to you – have got to be healthy in order to accomplish the vision that you're you're trying to accomplish. Yeah, and when we say healthy, sometimes that doesn't mean physically healthy. Right. It's a, your spiritual state, your state, your emotional yeah. state. Like you know, where are you at mentally? You know, those things are so important. Um, and as you know, you teach. You know, and I taught when I you know was trying to coach, and everyone who's coaches had that other job, and sometimes letting go of that baggage and getting in the right frame of mind for walking into that to the to the basketball practice court is yeah. important or whatever, you know, your field or football, whatever it is, like getting yourself in that right frame of mind. So yeah. I'm ready to coach these guys. Cause now I'm in this moment right now and being in that place, it takes uh, that's, that's something that's not just, it doesn't just happen. Right. Yeah. yeah it's, it takes some work to get in that spot. Yeah. You know, this uh, is kind of, kind of a little, little backstory, you know, how I got introduced to, to FCR kind of, the reason I'm, I'm I'm here right now as an ambassador is because of the marriage conference retreat for the coaches that okay. that Mike and and Josh put on for the for the area, and this was back you know a little over, well not even a year ago, but it was in August uh, right before school started, and that was kind of the, kind of the theme. If you're winning at home, right, you're going to win on the field. If you're winning at home, you're going to win on the win on the court. And, and that is important. I, and I think the Bible actually gives strategic alignment biblically of how we are to be healthy in our home, in our marriage, in our personal life first, really, to be able to express our faith to other people. If we're, if we're a mess, right, mm -hmm. <laughs> what do other people see in that when we try to tell them about Jesus? Yeah, I agree you know? with that, yes. And that's something that... In, in coaching, it can be so easy to take your family for granted, you know, kind of get into a different mindset and not put them, you know, so that you're making sure you're taking care of those. So that relationship is taken yeah. care of at home. Um, you know, that whole uh, coach's wife is a big deal. And, you know, and part of that is, you know, a great coach's wife understands, but then I think she also sometimes will hold her husband accountable, you know, not just let him have free reign. Oh, well, you're going to be gone doing this to tell them like, Hey, like your team's important and you have yeah. to do that. And I understand that, but there's also other things at home that you need to take care of. There's yeah. also other things that has to happen priorities because this is, this is more important yeah. than what's happening there. It's above the game. That's good. So I wrote down some things and coach, I'm going to bounce this, bounce this off of you and see what, see what your thoughts okay. are, but biblical alignment, you know, as a coach, as, as a teacher, as a dad, those are, those are important things that, that I think the Lord allows us to step into, you know, amazing titles. Uh, but when we look at biblical alignment, 
um, as far as serving ourselves, serving, uh, being able to serve other people. Number one, it's got to be God. It's got to have that relationship with God, right? Matthew 6, 33, seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and then all these things are going to be added unto you, right? And and I think there's an order to that. Mm-hmm. And I may be wrong, but I, I think there's order that, that involves, you know, God, our relationship, and then our family. And you, you kind of hit on that just now. Yeah, you know, yeah and I don't think you can skip that order. You can't. No. Like, it has to go in that order if yeah. you want to be, if you want to live life and, and be successful, like you said, and not necessarily just in wins on the court, like wins and losses, you know, right. points-wise, but wins and losses in the game of life. Like, if those three things aren't lined up, yeah. you're going to have troubles. You're going to have issues. Yeah, that's good. And, and you know, then, then, then career, you know, job, coaching, uh, but but all those are really anything after that is is just simply what I wrote down was that's God's platform where He gets the glory through us. Yeah, and that's going to something we're going to talk on later is like what is wow. the purpose of why we're doing this? Is it God's glory, or are we trying to get something out of this? Wow, you know, is, is there something that we would like to get? Because that's why we're doing this whole thing. Yeah, well, let's let's jump into that that point there. Uh, number two, ser- serve for a reward. Yeah, and the first thing that ha- happens to me, I just think of the story when Jesus went to visit Martha and Mary, and the, and the story goes not to read the whole thing, but you know Martha is working her tail off, getting everything ready. You know she's probably cooking the food, she's setting the table, she's doing all those things. Well, Mary's just sitting, you know, with with Jesus, and uh, and Martha comes in, you know, she's getting a little irritated. And Luke ten forty says, but Martha was distracted with much serving, and she went up to him and said, Lord, do you not care that my sister has left me to serve alone? Tell her then to help me. And, you know, and at that moment, it kind of tells you like her whole purpose of serving, it wasn't because she was worried about the Lord or the, yeah. the, that. It was the fact that she she wanted some recognition for what she was yeah. doing. And she didn't think it was fair that Mary was getting to sit with God. Huh. You know, and then Jesus tells him later, Mary's figured it out. Like she understands what's important. Yeah. At this she's moment. She's chosen the good, the yes, good thing. Yes, she's chosen yeah. the good thing. Like she's, she knows it's important to sit good. with him. And, you know, for me personally, I think of this, like I got a Blackstone grill a couple of years ago and love, like the whole family comes over. I, I think that's awesome. I love to cook for them. I really enjoy it. You know, and, and there's times like when you think that. Hey, they're going to be listening to this. You know that. Yeah. Well, I, I probably said it before, but and, and you're feeling really good about yourself. I'm cooking all this food for them. I'm like, I'm yeah. doing this is awesome. I'm going to cook this really good. Take it in there. Mm-hmm. You know, but if all of a sudden they all run off, nobody says thank you. Nobody helps with the dishes. <laughs> right. Nobody does anything else. You know, your first that human thought comes in and goes, "Hold on, I just cooked all this food, and what?" Yeah. And nobody said anything. Nobody said nobody, nobody's even appreciating this, <laughs> which tells you, like, even in that moment, something that is you thought was super pure was from a really good place. Yeah, was not you know, that human right. flesh jumps in there. And now all of a sudden you're like, "Hey, where's my recognition for this? Yeah. Look what I've been doing here." Hmm. And I think is, and as we do that. You know, not to go on a parallel, but sometimes we set kids up for failure because as we teach them how to serve, we tell them what they're going to get out of it so often. Mm. And it's always something that will benefit them. Yeah. You know, and I think, you know, this whole process of, you know, you serve yourself, serve reward, and then you're hopefully serving with no expectations. It's a process of growth. Yeah. Because, you know, even that serve yourself, if you think about a little kid, you know, uh, I've got a granddaughter who's, you know, who's on the term one, but anybody's got little kids and you know, they, you know how they are when you're one or two, they've got one thought. Oh yeah. This is what I want. Yeah. Me, me, me. Yes. Like I'm hungry. I want food. Like that's, you know, and you have to teach them that that's not how it works. Yeah. But sometimes the human side knows, well, if I tell them, if you are patient, then you'll get this. You know, so that human characteristic, we use it to, to kind of mold their behavior. Right. It's kind of, you know, we're doing behavior modification. With yeah. them. We're not doing a heart change. Yeah. We're doing behavior modification. We're trying to get them to act the way we want to, mm-hmm. you know, and then that can even carry over into when we're coaching. Yeah. You know, 
I'm pretending hey, we're going to, we did this whole team bonding thing. What was the purpose of it? Cause I want us to play better. Yeah. I want us to win more games. Yeah. Well, you know, well, coach, I thought it was for this reason. Well, no, that's, I mean, the, if you saw inside the heart, sometimes it's not that reason. Yeah. You know, it's not because of that. We really just want you to play better right. so we can win more games. Yeah. And you, I think as a human being, as a coach, as a father, whatever it is, you're always fighting those human sides. Yeah. Those, those things are always popping up. I think. All the time. Yeah. And, and I think it's like you said, it can be human. Our manner is our characteristics that really involuntarily come out. Yeah. Right. I, yes. I think they come out. And obviously if you've had a bad day, if uh, you know, things haven't gone your way, that's when yeah. you know, like those negative, those, that human flesh is going to really pop out then. Yeah. You're not going to be able to hold back your heart then. Yeah. Sometimes when you're having a good day, you can kind of <laughs> hide your heart a little bit. Oh, you know, yeah. Because things are going well, but when you've had yeah. a bad day and things and just start flowing. Yeah. Then all of a sudden your true heart comes out. I think, I think it says something like that in the word, like out of the abundance of the heart. Yes. The mouth speaks. Yes, <laughs> so it's 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 really is, man. And I think, um, especially in the in the in the athletic world, um, you know, if if there's some character flaws, you know, not even looking at it from the spirit, uh, if you're if you're on the court and some things are going south real quick, mm-hmm. uh, I mean, I've I know you have I've coached kids that uh, sometimes they just lose it in that mm-hmm. moment. And you're like, whoa, hey, hey, you know, you got to reel it back in. But they're just, it, it's that emotion that's coming out, and um, and and it's in those hard times, mm-hmm. it's in those in those emotional moments that things start happening, and that flesh starts rearing up. And you're you're right on, coach. That's good stuff. Yeah, but that, but serving for a reward, yeah, yeah. That's when you really see what's in your heart. Yeah, you know, and and we've talked a lot about this. You know, what's what's a way that I can, you know maybe without saying to someone, I'm a Christian, I'm different. What's a way that I can show that? And I think by our serving and how we respond when we don't get something that people think you should have got, mm-hmm. uh, I think that's, that's a way that you can really show your heart and show like, that's not for me. Yeah. That's because of my relationship with Jesus. Yeah. You know, how were, you know, how were you able to take that and this happened and then you, you didn't seem to get mad and you were okay with that. Yeah. Well, that's because, you know, I'm, I'm going to be serving for a different reason than just to get a reward, a fleshly reward. Right. There's got to be a bigger picture to this. Yeah. Um, you know, and I read some, I think it was on Twitter today, but it said the best gift, best gift you could ever give someone is your time because you're giving them something that belongs to you alone. When you help serve, care for people and don't judge them or use them for your purposes, it completely surprises them because of the user culture we live in. Wow. And I think that hits home because there are so many people that that's what they expect. Yeah. You know, and probably even if you go do something nice for somebody and they don't know you, mm-hmm. I'd say like, if you ask him, like, what do you really think? Like, I don't yeah. know, but I, what's he want? Yeah. What's he, what's, what's he want back? He yeah. wants something, you know, right. there's gotta be a reason he's doing there's this. a catch here. There's a catch. And yeah. if, and if we, you know, and if we can stay true to our faith yeah. and there not be a catch, well, then that gives us an end to, you know, talking to that person about wow. our faith. It isn't, isn't that amazing? When you think about how Jesus literally laid down everything and, and really, we weren't even thought of yet by from a human standpoint, but he knew we were going to be here, right? Mm-hmm. And he and he laid down his life with just giving the opportunity for us to say yes. Yeah, not even a guarantee. Yeah, like because yeah. he left, he he gives us that that self will and that that choice. So it's like, wow, he that's serving. Yes, right. Like yes. that's who we're trying to be like. Wow. You know, and and, and I, I know maybe I, I it's just elementary, but at the same time, it's like my heart is really moved by that right now because when you think about that, you know, and, and you think of a 
the progression, because you kind of mentioned it, like this is kind of a progression of servanthood. Yes. Right? Yes. To where the ultimate goal is, is you're doing something for somebody else with no interior motive, Mm -hmm. with no selfish ambition. They may not even respond the way that you want them to respond, right? But you're still doing it. But how how is it with a with an athlete? It's kind of the same thing, right? You may get a freshman or sophomore that's got these big ambitions and goals, which is amazing, and, and, and they're out there and they are literally playing for themselves in that moment. But it's then you see the progression over time of how it becomes them, then it becomes team, and now they're they're actually a, a, a accomplishing more together than by themselves. Yeah. You ever seen that on a team? Oh, a few times. Yeah. A few times. And I think I heard a college coach say this one time, and it, obviously this doesn't fit every kid, but it was a thought. He was like, freshmen, when they come in, they just want to play. Yeah. That's all they're worried about. Just you know? playing, yeah. You know, sophomores, sometimes in their junior, all they want, they're now, how can I score? You know, now I'm getting to play. Like, now how can I score? And then when they're juniors and seniors, when they've gone past all that, now they just want to win. You know, now there's gotten to be a bigger picture for them. Yeah. You know, and from a spiritual standpoint, I think that's where we're trying to get to is we're trying to get to that last win. Yeah. And making sure we understand what that win is. Yeah. And what a win is. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That's good. Maybe that's going to be our next one. That'd be good. I like it. <laughs> what, I like it. What's a win in, in, with Jesus? Let's, let's move on to, to this thought. Our goal is to serve out of our worship and praise of God. Yeah. I, and, when, and I didn't even think about this, you know, we were putting some notes together, but when mm-hmm. you said that you think about the fact that, you know, and when you were saying that Jesus died for just the opportunity for us, yeah. gave up everything. You know, I think back when you, when he was in the, in the desert 40 days and the devil said, you could have all this, wow. you know, and you think about like, he could have taken over the world. And mm-hmm. I, I think I believe that yeah. it's not in the Bible. That's like my own little thought, but yeah. I think it, at some point he could have like started a rebellion he could have taken over the world and would have had a earthly kingdom if yeah. he would have chosen. Could have had the biggest rock and church right yes. there in Jerusalem, could have done, right? Could have done whatever he wanted to, but he chose <laughs> to not do that, yeah. give that up. And I think for, for me, I know personally, I think for everybody is, you know, that every day you're trying to get to the point where that's what motivates me. Mm. The fact that if he can do, if he does that out of, out of my gratitude and yeah. out of my worship and praise, can I do that for other people? Yeah. Not because I'm expecting anything, just because of what he did. Mm. And I think that is, that's our goal. Yeah. Or that's my goal. And I, you know, yeah. I feel like every once in a while I get glimpses where I think my heart's in that spot. Yeah. And then other times, you know, the rest of my heart and my flesh takes over and it's yeah. not even close to that, but that's, I so think that's, that's gotta be our goal. Yeah. Um, like Colossians three twenty four says, knowing that from the Lord you will receive the inheritance as your reward, you are serving the Lord. And and I, and I didn't get one verse, and you may know it, um, but it talked about do everything as we're doing it for the Lord. Mm. Um, you know, but I think that's that's something that true servanthood has to be that. You know, and yeah. we've seen those people that do stuff, and it's just amazing to me yeah. is how. They have such a servant heart, yeah, and it doesn't seem like they care at all. Like if they get any to recognition, get recognition, if anybody says thank you, if anything yeah. happens, that they're doing it for a higher purpose, yeah. And uh, you know, and I think those are the people when you see them, you know, that's kind of like a vision of like, all right, I'm trying to get closer to like that. Yeah, yeah, you know, and uh, just what comes to mind, just off the top of my head, you know, as you're saying that, is when Jesus was telling you know the last shall be first, mm-hmm. right, and and yeah. the greatest shall be, you know, the least shall be the greatest. You know, it's like those behind the scenes type servant hearts that nobody knows them. Just like you said, nobody knows their name, but they're like the glue that that brings teams together, the church together. Yes. Come on, families together. It's 
There's so many dynamics to that, and and that's a beautiful picture. And I think that's where the Lord, just like you said, that's where the Lord's trying to get us. You know, within our homes, within our marriages, within our teams, um, as a coach, as as leaders in general, um, amazing. Yeah. So I think Colossians three, um, twenty three. Whatever you do, work at it with all your heart, as is working for the Lord, not for human masters. Wow. And I think that's a hard because, you know, and as we kind of get into coaching, mm-hmm. you know, sometimes like. You know, it could be our principles. Sometimes you have principles that really support you. Sometimes, yeah. you know, they're on you, different things, your, your yeah. parents, you know, you're not winning enough. All of those things, when those things jump on, like keeping that mindset, like, well, who am I really, what's, what, who am I working for here? Right. Am I working for them or am I working for the Lord? Like that can keep you in a good place. And that's a hard thing to do in yeah. coaching on a consistent basis. It is. It is. Hey, let, let's wrap up with some of those final thoughts okay. on, on uh, the tough part of coaching. Yeah. I, I just think. And we've kind of hit on this a little bit, but I think like, like all things in life, it's easier to do the right thing when things are going well. Yeah. You know, and what I really, I think that's really saying is easier to hard, it's easier to hide parts of our heart when mm-hmm. things are going well. Yeah. We're in more control of our emotions. We can kind of put on that outer face and, right. and really stay in the place we need to be. But when things are not going as well, that's when our flesh and our human spirit really, that's when it really kicks in. It starts to take over. Yeah. And I think the only thing that can change that's our walk with the Lord. It's yeah. got to be through a relationship. Because, you know, the key, there's two things I think are key for coaches. Tough part of coaching is when outside pressures are being directed at you. Whatever that is, we kind of talked about it. You know, it can be different things for different coaches. But when those pressures come, I just believe that you got to have a walk with the Lord to stay solid and live the life you need to live. And then I think another thing that we don't talk about, but it can be just as tough, um, is if you're winning. If things are going well, yeah. now all of a sudden, like that me monster can stick back out in a different way. And now you start thinking about, well, this is good. I like this. Let's mm-hmm. keep this going. Like, yeah. hey, I look at this. Look what, look what happened here. And now what's happening is your whole identity shifting. And now that acclaim yeah. and that winning has now become your goal. Yeah. You know, even when you didn't notice it, and all of a sudden you kind of looked up. Almost and changes like, you. Yeah. It's like you, you, it's like you were running, you know, and you're like a little kid and you're looking behind you to see who's coming. And all of a sudden you look up and you're like, Ooh, I'm going, I'm a little off course here. Yeah. I'm starting to go the wrong direction. Yeah. Um, you know, and I think those things are key is, is that daily walk that, yeah. that, that's, you know, that daily walk keeps you on that right path. That's good. You know, Mark, Mark 10 verse 45, you know, kind of end and we'll just wrap up with this scripture. That's a good one right there. And, uh, it's, man, it's amazing for even the son of man talking about Jesus came not to be served, but to serve and to give his life as a ransom. For many, man, we, we we have an awesome responsibility, right? As as dads, as husbands, as coaches, um, just human beings. Yeah, God's given us a great platform, um, right there. And you, and I don't know, you know, whoever's listening today, God has planted you right where you're at for a specific purpose, and um, he, he wants to use you. He wants to be able to to use your life to use your influence that he's ultimately given you um, to make an impact, to make an impact. And I, I know that's what, uh, that's what me and coach, coach Scott are trying to do in our own lives. Personally, we want to make a great impact um, through what God has given us the resources to do that through FCA, um, through the schools in which we are employed uh, with our families. I mean, there's, there's so many platforms that you can begin to break down of how God wants to use you through those platforms. But it's a, it's ultimately a beautiful thing when you surrender your life and just say, God, I don't understand this, but yet I'm willing to say yes. 
I'm willing to say yes to the process. And what we're talking about today is one of the biggest steps towards that. And it's, it's simply taking on a servant's heart, a servant's heart. And so um, three points we looked at today, you know, serving yourself, you know, why, why, and it's important. Why, why do you serve yourself? It's got to be the right perspective. You got to be fit to serve. Ultimately, it starts with your relationship with Christ. Serve for a reward. What's your ambition? What's your goal? And then ultimately serving with no expectation. And so, Coach, you got any final thoughts for today? No, I just encourage people, like, if there's if there's something that we can do for you, we'd want, love for you to reach out, you know, on the website, semofca.org. Um, you can go to Twitter at Coach and follow us there or send us a message on Instagram, FCA Coaches. Um, we're trying to push out, you know, some Bible studies and different stuff. We just want to try to serve people as much as we can, and uh, we would love to hear from you. You can go to the uh, Facebook page, Above the Game Podcast, uh, send us a message there. Um, any any of those, we would love to reach out and, and hear from you and help out in any way we can. That's awesome. So we're up on Spotify, Apple Podcast, and Google pa- uh, Podcast. Hey, guys, thanks for tuning in. We'll see you next or yeah, next Monday. Next right? Monday. We come out every Monday. Next Monday. God bless.